Welcome to the Awesomers.com podcast. If you love to learn, and if you're motivated to expand your mind, and heck, if you desire to break through those traditional paradigms and find your own version of success, you are in the right place. Awesomers around the world are on a journey to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. We believe in paying it forward, and we fundamentally try to live up to the great Zig Ziglar quote, where he said, you can have everything in your life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It doesn't matter where you came from, it only matters where you're going. My name is Steve Simonson, and I hope you will join me on this awesomer journey. If you're launching a new product manufactured in China, you will need professional, high-resolution, Amazon-ready photographs. Because Simo Global has a team of professionals in China, you will oftentimes receive your listings photographs before your product even leaves the country. This streamlined process will save you the time, money, and energy needed to concentrate on marketing and other creative content strategies before your item is in stock and ready for sale. Visit simoglobal.com to learn more, because a picture should be worth 1,000 keywords. You're listening to the Awesomers Podcast. You are listening to podcast episode number 81 on the Awesomers Podcast series. All you have to do is pop on over to awesomers.com slash 81, and you can find all of the little details and show notes and even a transcript of today's episode and give you a quick way to search through some of the amazing things that are shared by our special guest. And of course, today our special guest is Diane Borsler. This is part three of our three-part series with Diane, and it's really a great time to you know, catch some really gold nuggets. And I have to tell you, at the end, she really drops a key, very important gold nugget about branding and about strategy that you will not want to miss. It is one of our uh, very clear deliverables. There's so many things that we talk about in these episodes, and often... The, the clues are maybe more nuanced or subtle, uh, but I'm hoping that the patterns really are something that you start to pick up on and that you'll see over and over as we talk about these things, how they apply to you. But today, Diane just drops it right on uh, out for you, and you're going to be able to see that uh, in today's episode. You're not going to want to miss it. I have to tell you that I am thrilled that you're here. I'm so glad you've joined us. I, I'm glad that you subscribed. I'm glad that you've shared this, and I'm glad you left us a five-star review. And uh, if that hasn't happened, if any of those things hasn't happened, I'm projecting my will upon you. See if, see if this hypnotic copywriting strategy is working for me. After three episodes, I should be learning something. Get over and leave a review. Thanks, guys. Let's get into today's episode right now. Let's talk about the hypnocopy idea. So this uh, is hypno short for hypnotic. What is NLP short for? Neurolinguistic programming. Okay, neuro-linguistic so, programming, nice. Neuro-linguistic programming, yep. So what I did was I went first and became a master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming because I, would, I became obsessed, absolutely obsessed with why some people are successful and some people are not. And I, when I say obsessed, I mean, I read everything by Tony Robbins and everybody else from about 1972 up until, I think this was like nine years ago. Um, so, and I still continue to do that. I have mindset reading and practices I do every single day. But... I became obsessed with this and I learned about this thing called neurolinguistic programming where you can go in and change people's belief patterns. Some people call it um, like belief engineering, right? You might call it belief engineering. So then I started thinking with, I kind of put on my sales hat because I'd always been good at selling things and said, well, I wonder how I can use this in sales. And then I found out that sales copy was a real thing. And I was really excited about that. So I started using NLP and then discovered Joe Vitale who um, taught conversational hypnosis. I discovered several other people. And so I started just integrating that into sales copy so that it's more of a therapeutic version of sales copy. Um, so it's more like talking to a therapist or talking to your best friend at a bar rather than just hardcore selling. 
right? So you're not pushing this down somebody's throat. It's like, is, you know, I understand you. Is this what you really need? Um, let me show you how this is going to transform your life. And then, you know, then you can do the call to action or the close, whatever you want to call it. So, so that's fascinating. Now, is, is most of the work that you do for like Amazon listings or is it for sales pages or how, how does that work? Right I'm about 50-50 right now. So 50% of my work, actually, there's a funny story behind it. If you don't mind me, I'll, I'll try yeah, to tell us that. Um, so I was at about, I was about 10% Amazon sales copy long, long time ago. Um, and I was 90% other projects. So, you know, sales pages, a webinar, actually webinars went around then. I do webinars all the time. Now. I love webinars. Um, VS, video sales letters, try not to use the acronyms, <laughs> um, you know, emails, high coverage emails, things like that. And anything with sales copy, some brick and mortar stuff, some, you know, regular snail mail stuff, that kind of stuff. And um, so it was 10, 90, 10% Amazon and e-com and 90% everything else. That was what you call an NLP copywriter, but I was more of a, I was a generalist. So I did everything. But there was a client who I had, who, who I still have actually, um, who I absolutely adore. His name is Will. And Will came to me and he said, Diane, I need help beyond just copy this time. Like I'm, I'm selling on Amazon. I'm not doing so well. My wife's really pregnant. She's about to have her baby and she really wants to stay home. My heart is breaking. I don't know how to pull this off. So I want to know what you're thinking. I can't really afford much, but you know, what can we do here? And so I worked with him um, so that his wife could stay home with their first child. And as opposed to just getting, and then I helped him scale his business. So I wrote him Amazon copy and I helped him scale his business a little bit with some guidance, which I wasn't doing formally back then. I just knew how to do it, you know? And, uh, and it turned out, it wasn't just that we brought his wife home. We brought him home as well within a couple of months. And I was absolutely hooked because coming from my background, I just could not imagine being able to do that in a couple month period for as a parent, you know, remembering where I come from. So I shifted it to about 50% e-commerce and Amazon um, and about 50% other. The reason it's still 50% other is because I have so many clients that had previous to that who were in finance and, you know, medical and I mean, just across the board, people who are in brick and mortar, you know, mom and pop type shops, that kind of thing. And I, I didn't want to just abandon them, you know, and I also, I, I have to keep it at 50% because I can't outsource um, I don't outsource anything. Um, I, I just refuse to do it because, you know, when you're working with me, you're working with an expert and you expect to get what you're, what you're, I mean, what you're expecting, what you paid for. Right. So if I just go outsource somebody else, I don't see how that's, and I know a lot of people who do what I do, do that. In fact, almost everybody I know who does what I do, does that. So I, I, I kind of have to limit myself on the number of people I can take on. Right. Sure. Yeah. You have your own capacity constraint. Yeah. Course. Well, and plus we offer a 10 X guarantee and 365 days of unlimited edits, which probably sounds crazy. I mean, in fact, I've had copywriters completely light me up at conferences because they're so upset that we offer a 10X guarantee and we offer um, 365 days of unlimited edits because most offer two rounds of edits and most offer no guarantee or, you know, a revision guarantee where they'll revise it twice and then that's kind of what you get. And so, but our whole thing isn't about get paid, write copy. It's about, you know, get paid, nurture success. And so that's, you know, that that's also something else that you know, that kind of ties into that NLP and hypnosis. One more therapist. I actually got my, not only did I study special education for a while, I also got my counselor certification. So I just, um, besides the NLP and EIT, so I just, I kind of come from that point of thinking, you know, if I was a parent and I had X amount of dollars, you know, what would I really need to feel secure to know that someone's going to be there to really help my family? Not that they're just a freelancer, because I'm not a freelancer. I'm more of a strategist. Yeah, I like that. Well, and just just the fact that there's any kind of post-sale uh, conversation, you know, with or without regard to a specific guarantee uh, or unlimited edits for the, the year or whatever it was, you know, just the idea yeah. that you can call somebody at, later and go, hey, do you think it's working? Uh, 
I don't think it's yeah. or vice versa, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so, and what I do when people do that, so every once in a while, so we're 97% successful in the first hit, right? The average sales cap rater is 50% successful beating um, what, you know, the, beating the original, right? Let's just call it that. Um, sure. So they're 50% successful. We're 97% successful on Amazon. Um, and the other 3%, what we do is we ask them for their stats, right? We say, okay, so please send me your business report, send me your keyword reports. Let's take a look at what's going on. Is And we really deep dive analyze it. So we'll say, is it the title? Or is it getting clicked? What's our percentages per session? Where are we looking at? And if, if it goes to the point where um, we really can't figure it out, I actually have a Splitly account. So I split test for people for free if, if it's not working after like the first round or two, because I want to be able to deep dive into what hours during the day is it working? What day is it working? Um, you know, is this because it's seasonal? It's because like we really want to be able to figure that out. And then if we need to completely reposition the product in the market, we can do that too. And we have done that many times where someone comes in and they're like, well, this is my customer base. And we're like, okay, this is your customer base. And, and there'll be multiple customer bases, right? And we'll look at the product again after running it for a couple of days. And again, this is only with 3% of products, 97% of just fly through and people come back and order more and they're super happy and they leave on vacation and they, you know, they just, they just buy more. So this is, with this 3%, we're really concerned mostly about what's really going on. Is it, are, is it the images? Is it the price point? Is it that we need to completely re- to completely shift the market, right? Um, is it that they need to actually do more advertising? Is it too unknown as a product that people aren't searching for it? Um, that's why search volume is huge too. So, I mean, th there's any number of things we can do, but really we're, we're both strategists and analysts and because I have that background in statistics, um, I can take a look at any, any type of statistics you're getting from Amazon or any other type of, um, you know, split testing software, not the Amazon split testing, obviously. Um, but I can look at that and, and pinpoint exactly what's going wrong. And then say, okay, well, we're going to tweak this one thing. And so, for example, we had someone who had a supplement and they were at about uh, 9%. We got them to 26%. Our goal, because they did our platinum split testing optimization package, was 45%. But 45%, 26%, in my mind, is still conversion rate, um, is still a big gap, right? So we went through, we analyzed the data, we ran two more split tests to make sure we had the right thing. We got them to 72.1% conversions, I think, 72.1% or 72.3%, right? So sometimes you just have to run it and get the data first with the newer product to see what's going on. And then you can go and re-optimize it. Yeah, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, the, people almost who are turning into sales who hit their listing. I mean, to me, that's, you know, even as a statistician, I, I think that that's a huge, that's a huge number. 72 plus percent is huge. So. Yeah, it's insane. I, I mean, obviously that uh, being able to achieve that on any kind of basis uh, for whatever length of time mm -hmm. is extraordinary. Um, and, and frankly, going from 19 to 25 is also pretty good. Uh, so let's not kid ourselves. Uh, yeah, know. but it's not good enough for me. Like I have to be able to justify that people are going to make 10 times the revenue of what they pay me within yeah, 10 months. Yeah, I love that 10X. Yeah, for me, that's... it's not enough of a justification. So like, for example, we had a sales page, right? So this person, most sales pages convert at like 0.05%. Um, we got the sales page converting to 7% on in, it was uh, an oregano oil, an organic oregano oil, right? So we got it converting um, and I was like, I still don't feel like this is going to pay them back fast enough. And so we went back and looked at it again and took a different hypnotic approach, did a nested loop story at the beginning um, and was, you know, more like problem, 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 instead of like the stereotypical e-commerce page, sales page you'll see. And we actually got up to 13% conversions on cold traffic. Um, cold traffic, amazing. Cold traffic. That is my piece de resistance, honestly. Yeah. 32% on Amazon, that's not cold traffic. They're already using that as their search engine they're expecting to look for something nailing somebody from facebook over to a cult just to the sales page not even taking them through an opt-in not doing the you know changing from the social mindset to the buyer's mindset and getting like through a quiz or whatever 
um, and getting them to 13% conversions on a sales page with a product that is a Me Too product, that. That's extraordinary for sure. If you appreciate this podcast, let's give our thanks to the sponsor in this next commercial break. Catalyst 88 was developed to help entrepreneurs achieve their short and long-term goals in e-commerce markets by utilizing the power of shared entrepreneurial wisdom. Entrepreneurship is nothing if not lessons to be learned. Learn from others. Learn from us. I guarantee that we will learn from you. Visit Catalyst88.com because your success is our success. A giddy up. Let me ask you this, Diane. As we run against the clock, I'm I'm curious if there's a common uh, symptom or you know kind of a a standard mistake that people are making, uh, whether you know regardless of where they're putting their copy, whether it's Amazon or e-commerce or somewhere else, is there something common that they're doing that you would uh, you know tell them stop doing or or do yeah. it? Yeah. Besides mindset, <laughs> put a whole yeah, thing sure. mindset. Um, so the biggest thing I see I see people doing in e-commerce is they're trying to help people understand their product when people don't buy until you understand them first. So when the customer or the potential customer lands on your page, you need to make sure that, that you're saying words, we call them, you know, uh, hot button transports that, that tell you that, that show them that they're understood. And then you talk about your product. Okay. So don't talk about your product until you talk to them. People are me first people. Okay. So make sure that you go through like, and you can easily figure out what they really want. Right. So you can under, you can figure out how they're going to acknowledge which words specifically that are going to allow them to acknowledge that you, that they know that you understand them. And you can do that by looking at your competitors reviews and your reviews both on products that are identical and similar to yours and also products that solve the same problem. So for example, you know, you're, you're selling a diet supplement, a a fat loss supplement, and then you go over to an ab roller and you go over to a, a cellulite cream, right? Look at those reviews, look for repeating words. Those are trans words. Those are words that your customer base is going to use. So make sure to include those in there. Um, and make sure that you're focusing on understanding their problem first and then moving that into the transformation your product provides, right? Um, the, the other, one of the other problems that really um, actually <laughs> drives me crazy um, is people are focusing far too much on keywords. So I see these keyword stuffed e-commerce, they're focusing on keywords first. It's not the first of all, I should, I should back up. It's not the keywords aren't important, okay? But if you string together a bunch of keywords without being persuasive and convincing, how many people are going to buy your product? Yeah, just bots, just bots, and they don't have any just money. bots, and those bots don't pay to keep your lights on. That is absolutely correct. So if you, so what I do, the other tip I love to give sellers who are really keyword focused is do the keywords last, write the highest converting listing you possibly can and put a bracket that says key, a bracket around the word keyword everywhere you want to put in the keyword. And don't even look at your keywords because your, your brain can only manage so much. Inserting keywords is actually on the left-hand side of the brain. It's logical, whereas creating high converting, co- high converting copy is more on the right-hand side of the brain with a little bit of left side. So your brain can't do both at the same time. So forget about the keywords and you can insert them later. Write the highest converting listing you possibly can and then go back through and insert the keywords. Fascinating. Um, yeah, yeah so I mean, that, that's, that's kind of a little secret. So, um, you know, and then the biggest thing, again, I'm just going to say it like, you you can't do anything. I shouldn't say you can't do anything because you can do anything. You're going to have a much easier time succeeding if you work on your mindset first. I wish somebody would have told me that. I was not raised by mindset focused parents. I was raised by hardworking parents, and they worked their tail off. And it's it's only since learning the mindset thing um, and being able to shift beliefs. You know, I use NLP and also EFT. Um, you know, and just really acknowledging you have those blocks. That that is the biggest thing I see. Success. The difference between successful entrepreneurs 
like me who have those seven figure businesses to eight figure businesses and those who are kind of stuck at that. Okay. I made enough to pay the bills and, but I still have 50% of my credit cards and, you know, high debt to income ratio. And my kids are still eating macaroni and cheese every night for dinner. No offense. I, my kids love macaroni and cheese, but that's, it, it's a difference between, you know, what the lifestyle you want to have and the lifestyle you have to live underneath. So yeah, that's uh, very wise words. And suddenly I do have a craving for uh, macaroni and cheese. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Diane, uh, any final words of wisdom for the awesomers out there listening? Of course, we're going to have the links to uh, how to get in touch with you and, and some of that free training that you alluded to earlier. Uh, thank you for that. That's very generous. Uh, uh, but uh, any final words of wisdom you care to share with the folks out there? Yeah, I, there's one thing I always want to share, um, and that's the biggest problem we have on Amazon right now are Me Too products, okay? So you can't help but have a Me Too product for the most part on Amazon now. I want to give you one little tip, if it's okay, if I have a couple more minutes how, sure. on how to differentiate that. Um, okay, so there's this thing I love to do. It's called a hypnotic anchor. Okay, so when people go and they, they look at your listing, um, their brain is compartmentalizing all of this information into, um, it, it almost is a comparison, like almost like it's like pictures side by side with other products, right? So when you're out there looking, you're saying, okay, this product has, it'll transform my life this way. It has this benefit that has this features, right? And you go to the next product and, and say the same thing. But if you have products that are identical to other products, it's often difficult to, maybe I should say frequently difficult to position those so that your product is the top seller, even if it looks and is identical to other products. I do this on a daily basis. What you can do is you can create what's called a hypnotic anchor. Have you heard me talk about this before, Steve? No, this is new. I'm uh, I'm bated breath over here waiting. <laughs> so a hypnotic anchor, right? So just kind of a backstory. A while back, Hoover, uh, the vacuum company, was really getting their buns kicked by every new vacuum manufacturer on the market. Um, even They were on like, I think it's called CBC. I don't remember. There's like a shopping network. And they were the only vacuum on there, but they were still, their sales were really suffering. So what they did was they sat down and they wrote out all their problems their competitors' products had and how their product solved the problem. And they thought that'll be great, right? The customers were still seeing that everywhere else. Everybody else was still claiming we can solve the problem. We're going to suck up dust. We're going to suck up pet hair, right? So what they did was they went through and they created what, what I like to call hypnotic anchor um, that potential customers can't find anywhere else. And that's something basically that sticks tightly to, to your prospect's brain as they continually search for the right vacuum or the right product. Um, or even the right solution, right? If they're not even knowing what type of product they need, they might still be searching for a solution. Um, and it's also something you can use to justify, that spouses can use, and I know as a spouse, that spouses can use to justify their purchase. Um, so because, I mean, obviously people always buy from emotion, they justify with logic. So there's, their sales skyrocketed. And what they did was they just, they did what they made one change. And that change was differentiation. And they created this hypnotic anchor, and I think it was called Vortex Technology, right? So... They took their, their, their biggest, they looked at their biggest benefits and said, okay, you know, we don't lose suction, we suck up everything. And it's like a vortex when it comes up. So they created vortex technology. We've done the same thing with, <coughs> sorry, pardon me, Me Too products constantly. So for example, um, I like to give it an earbuds example because it's one we, you know, did years ago that's still really thriving. Um, we did, we, we took the fact that people wanted comfort and that people wanted molding right? With this Me Too product, there were 126 versions of the same <laughs> earbuds selling on Amazon. They handed this to me and I'm like, great, this looks like fun to me. And they're panicked. And I'm like, this is awesome. I can't wait to do this because I'm going to show them how this really works. And we created um, comfort mold technology, right? And so all we did was say that our earbuds have specialized foam that molds within your ear that makes it super comfortable. They don't slip out. 
So they don't slip out while you're exercising. It's come from old technology. Those people are still clients. They've now launched like 17 more kinds of earphones, earbuds, speakers, right? Um, but that right there took their sales from, I mean, that, that positioned them from having this little product that did hardly anything as an ETU product to doing over $100,000 in sales a month. Yeah, yeah. So just looking, if there's one thing you can do, if you're looking at your competitors, you've already looked at your customers, you can show them, you understand them, and you look at your competitors and you're like, this, my product's the same. It's not. It's not the same in the mind of a customer. If you use a hypnotic anchor and you, if you, you differentiate. So you can't just say things like, and I still use words like premium, right? And powerful, potent, pure, all that fun stuff, power words. But you have to differentiate using a hypnotic anchor if you have a Me Too product. So I'm that's my biggest thing is I really want to see more sellers thrive on Amazon and e-commerce by, by using those hypnotic anchors. It's just basically like coining a technology and then justifying that technology, which is really a feature with the benefit, how, how the benefits and feed, sorry, how the benefits and transformation that feature provides is better than anything else that your competitors can provide so that when they're out looking at your competitors after they go to yours, they can't find that comforts, you know, the ergo comfort technology or which is another one we've used for one of their products and, or the comfort mold technology or anything like that. Um, and they come right back. They'll look, they'll look on average at three more listings. And we've, we've measured this and we've actually surveyed people and they'll come right back to yours because nobody else has comfort mold technology. Nobody else has ergo comfort technology. It's classic branding. Very, very smart. It's um, branding and differentiation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, I but love yeah. It. it's it's <laughs> overlooked so much. And and this you're you're quite right. You know, the land of millions of products, there are going to be some overlaps. So you better find a way to differentiate, and this is a good way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Diane, this has been excellent. Thank you so much for the uh, valuable tidbits and uh, gold nuggets that you've laid out there and sharing your story. We really appreciate having you on today. Yeah, absolutely. My my pleasure. And I just want to remind people one last thing. You really can email experts with questions about anything. We are out there to help you. So please, if you're going to do anything and you feel stuck, please reach out to somebody so you don't stay stuck. That's all I got to say about that. I love it. Thank you again, Diane. We'll uh, catch up to you on the other side. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Hey, Amazon Marketplace professionals. Congratulations on your success to date. Your creativity, strategic vision, problem solving, and discipline have allowed you to build your own e-commerce business. Wouldn't it be great if you had more time to focus on the things that truly drive the sales and growth of your company? Instead of getting lost in a dozen different services and countless spreadsheets, what if there was one system that connected to your Amazon account and automatically gave you the information that you needed to make great decisions and really impact your business? Parsimony ERP can do that. Parsimony is the business operating system for your marketplace business. With Parsimony, you get true double entry bookkeeping, easy financial statements, full customer service tools, and I item by item profitability, along with project and task management, and more features are being added all the time. Learn more at parsimony.com. That's parsimony, P-A-R-S-I-M-O-N-Y.com. Parsimony.com. We've got that. Ah, boy, what an instructive episode this has been. Uh, Diane laying on some really value-packed ideas and exact strategies, something you can implement right away. And I have to tell you that you know, her concept of differentiating is really, really smart. Uh, we've done this with products for years and years where we would make something and then we would say, you know, it's, um, you know, whatever the finish on it was. Uh, in some cases, we had furniture or flooring and they had a, a, a particular kind of finish. Well, we made the finish our own brand, our own technology, as she referred to. And then we branded around that so that people couldn't get this particular uh, technology, this particular special finish without getting our product. 
And that's, again, a key point of differentiation. I'm so thankful that she shared that with everybody today. And that's just a, another example of you know the kind of person she is. Remember that she's got some free uh, training and free resources that we're going to share on the awesomers.com podcast episode pages. Uh, a, all you have to do is go to awesomers.com slash 81 and you'll find today's show notes and details and the promised links for any of those bonuses. And again, this is the third in our three-part series with Diane. So again, I'm always thankful to have you listening. It really means a lot that you take the time out. And I hope that uh, you know the efforts that we're putting into producing this and making this uh, for you are something that uh, is having a nice impact in your life. Thank you very much. Well, we've done it again, everybody. We have another episode of the Awesomers podcast ready for the world. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you've enjoyed our program today. Now's a good time to take a moment to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Heck, you could even leave a, a review if you wanted. Awesomers around you will appreciate your help. It's only with your participation and sharing that we'll be able to achieve our goals. Our success is literally in your hands. Thank you again for joining us. We are at your service. Find out more about me, Steve Simonson, our guest, team, and all the other Awesomers involved at awesomers.com. Thank you again.